welcome to episode 77 of Movies and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Marcus. And this is the review show that reviews genre movies from the beginning sometimes. That was so bad you went through it again. Why? It just sounded like a mess. Uh, So? Okay. Uh, Today we are covering the 2011 release of the animated Green Lantern Emerald Knights movie. It's it's Knights of a K because they're knights. And it would have been nicer if it was Knights of an N because they'd be like G-L-E-N, Glenn. But no, it's Glek. Why would I? So I I write down as an abbreviation in my notes as G-L-E-K. It's like, oh, it could could have been an N for Glenn. Who cares? I care mentally, TJ. They're not, they are, they're knights, not, they're not in the night. I mean, they're talking in the night, I guess, right? Huh? Is there night and day in space? Ooh, who will know? Right, I'm sorry. No, it's just a vacuum. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, this movie was animated, and we're going to do animated because this is, was outsourced to like three different studios by Studio Four Degrees Celsius, which we have encountered before. Yes, we have. In the Batman anthology. Yeah. Spoilers, this is another anthology. Only this one's been, this is not done by different studios. It's done by one, well, I say one studio, but it was outsourced to three studios. So, but four degrees Celsius, JM Animation, and Studio Perot. Perot? Perot? It's a French name, isn't it? Yeah. It was directed by Christopher Berkeley, Lauren Montgomery, and Jay Olivier. I don't, or Olivia. I don't know why I needed three directors, but okay. But it was written by a thousand people for some reason. Oh, that's a, that's a, oh, because each it's an anthology. Yeah, Duh. I was going to say, like, you answered I, your one, TJ. Yeah, I forgot already. It's written by Eddie Braganza, Ellen Burnett, who is famous in comics. Huh. Todd Casey, Dave Gibbonson, Michael Green, Mark Guggenheim. Jeff Johns is also another big name in comics. That's Jeff. I guess that's Jeff, huh? Yeah, Jeff Johns. And Peter Tomasi. It was produced by Donald D. Lane and Greg Berlanti, who did the CW stuff. And, and, Lauren, and Lauren, yeah. Lauren Montgomery. It stars Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Moth, Jason Isaacs. Why does that name sound familiar? Who is Jason that? Isaacs. He's a patriot. He was in Lucas Ma- Lucius Malfoy. What's the most recent thing he was in? Oh my god, I can't tell you, man. Peter Pan. That's the recent thing. Was he in a superhero movie? Maybe that's where I know him from. You know, Iron, our guy who played the new, the newer uh, uh, Alfred, Jeremy Irons. Um, what would TJ know this guy in? Superhero movie? The Boys. Oh, that's exactly where I know him from. Okay. The Butcher and the Diabolical TV show. Yeah, the okay. Small, yeah. I knew that name sounded familiar. All right. So that's Jason Isaacs. Henry Rollins. Kelly Who. Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Why is that? Who's I know that name. He's a wrestler. Yeah, who the f*** did he play? Bofunga. Bofunga. He oh, he's died. dead, isn't he? Yeah, he died. Yeah. You know where I know him from? Uh, They Live. Well, that too. And he was also... Uh, he did die. He was in uh, a show Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He oh, put a wrestler yeah. in that. But yeah. I was like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> upsetting. Uh, so, Arnold Vosloo? No. Tony Amandala is it Amandala like Star Wars or is it Amandola? Uh, Steve Blum. Where are you? Are oh, you in the casting down there? Yeah. Okay. Steve Blum is a famous voice actor that everyone probably knows from anime. Uh, Gray DiLizzo, Michael Jackson, but not that Michael Jackson. You think you would change a name with a name like that, right? <laughs> Peter Jessup, David Kolf- Kaufman, Sunil Maholtra. 
Andrea Romano, Jane Singer, James Arnold, Bruce Thomas, Bruce Tim, who's in like all these movies, Mitchell Whitfield, Wade Williams, and Gwendolyn Yu. Your Yao? Yo? You did better pronunciations than I could, TJ. He was in Avatar Last and Murder, too. He was Commander Zhao. Didn't want to see that movie. The, 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 the show. Well, a voice actor, I still don't know who you are by your voice. Because you're putting on a voice. He did hit up. He was Lucius Malfoy in most of the uh, all of the Harry Potter movies. That's all I got for you. Anyway, this movie is hour twenty four. And have you seen The Patriot? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help you fake put a name to the guy's face. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. He was a bad colonel in that, in that movie. The bad guy colonel. You said the boys. I knew who you were talking about. Okay. From the boys. I know. But I'm trying. Like I, I'm not. I think he was another superhero movie. But I can't find anything else. Dragonheart. Like I. I only recently started recognizing actors with what they're in. I don't know who, if they were in movies beforehand. That's insane to me. But that's fair. Okay, I'm sorry for distracting you. Get back to it. I got through all the credits. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll go into technically the box office here, even though it's not a box office. This one, this one made three million in DVD sales, two million in Blu-ray sales for a total of five million dollars. Holy crap, TJ! That's a lot of money. Not in comparison to the other ones we've done. I know, but you know, it's a movie made money. I guess. Well, that was your your um segue. That segue in the box office. If you have any, I really want to do any box office this week. I don't know. You do it every other week. I know, TJ. Well, next week we're doing the other one. And that's somewhere on this list I can't find. What's it called again? Green Lantern. There it is. There. Well, Jesus Christ, that's low. So I guess we'll do fudging number 35 to 30. I think we did that already, so I'm not doing that one. No, we only did the top 20. Have we? Yeah, because the first week was 15 to 10, and then last week was 20 to 15. Okay. So I guess we do 35 to 30. I mean, I don't care what you do. But I'm just like telling you, we didn't before, do it. But, okay, so 35 is Nomeo and Juliet. Nomeo? Yeah, Gnomes, an animated kids movie with gnomes. I think I might have heard of that, but I could just be the name. Yeah, they made sequels to it, so I know of it. At number 34, Paranormal Activity 3. Okay. Yeah. At number 33, Horrible Bosses. No idea what that is. Kind of spaces in it. He plays a bad boss, so... I figured that was the name of the movie. <laughs> 32, Battle Los Angeles. It's a sci-fi no action. Aliens invade Los Angeles in the world. It's a movie. 31, just go with it. No idea. I think it's Ashton Kutcher, maybe. It's a bad rom-com. Oh, it's, uh, what's his face? Sandler. And at number 30, Bad Teacher. No idea. Yeah, just, uh, just Is bad. that in the same universe as Bad Santa? <laughs> no. No, no, no. It's Cameron Diaz being a bad teacher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the best i can explain she's just like a lazy i don't give a shit kind of person that's it i mean bad can be interpreted in many ways so well she didn't do anything like illegally bad oh nothing heinous bad let's say that okay (laughs) that's the box office i guess i feel this week we were kind of like lackluster this week (laughs) this is all your fault my fault uh behind the scenes was there anything behind the scenes not really there's this the animation style for this um, movie was used a bunch of times in other media, like when they brought in Green Lantern stuff, so they tend to like this animation for some reason. Yeah. I thought it was okay, but nothing yeah. special. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, two of the stories of the anthologies were based on Alan Moore stories, and Alan Moore is not credited in those stories because he doesn't put, he doesn't allow his name to be associated with any adaptations of his stories because he's a crotchety old man. Well, yeah, what's his reasoning behind that? Do you have any idea? Yeah, because he hates comic books. 
now. He hates mainstream mainstream um, comic books, and that's he does a lot of commentary stories now. How heroes go bad. Like I recently, he just said that people. I'm I'm, I'm not quoting. This is like around about what he said. It's not exactly. But he says the worship of superheroes these days is what's going to lead to fascism. <laughs> he's just a crotchety old man who hates superheroes now. I mean, he's he was screwed. He got screwed a long time ago by DC. Yeah. And he's just never let it go. So, I, I understand it. I understand it. Like, so the more I, I do these it. reviews, so I, like, I get more like him. Like, like i i get it but he's just a crotchety old man Uh, i respect this old man like he's the guy who did Watchmen and stuff like that uh killing joke i think he did too but yeah he's just you know get off my lawn kids essentially he gives kids apples for halloween that's that's the feeling i get though i don't even get like when people it's like People are just being insulting, like superheroes are stupid and stuff like that. You shouldn't like superheroes They're for kids or whatever like that. It's like shut the f- up. But for him, it's like, eh, I get it. You're just miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I uh, I'm not gonna get into it. I don't care. Okay. I have no hot take on it. It's like I get like if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with don't like it. But you know, my and my issue is not with him. It's with other people who like try to shit on other people who like other things oh uh, like yeah yeah like yeah. superheroes are for kids and stuff like that it's like shut up they are for kids though tj yeah. what grown person reads slash watches or listens to anything about superhero movies <laughs> like, that's all our fan base yeah us <laughs> i do because i have to it's not by choice i mean seriously it's liking superheroes is on par with believing in a religion wow tj like today greek mythology is known as mythology but back in the day people believe in that stuff so it's like you know it's literally liking superheroes and being into the stories is no different than being even into a religion and I wouldn't be surprised in 2,000 years from now if superheroes were seen as a, a religion among oh, us. God, I would hate that. I'll be dead by then, obviously, but God, I would hate that so much if reincarnation was real and I came back to that. Just I'm not going Batman. Like, come on, guys. I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be a religion. I'm saying they're going to the future generations are going to believe, oh, this is what they believed in. I mean, I thought like, I thought, like It'd be like Greek mythology. It's like, oh, this is their mythology. I mean, it is, though. Like, when you think about it. Kind of, except because you know, people, people are their... killing people over it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, when you look at comic books, people put their beliefs into it and their preachings, moralities, and whatever they're going to put into the comic books as a story arc or messaging. So, you can easily use this as time capsules. Look at the... Th- we do with the 60s already. Like, how the... Like, what's not the Hayes Code? What you guys have for comics? Right. To, like, so they couldn't have sex, nudity, and drug references. Oh, the Comics Code Authority? Yeah, so we kind of have that already. So, you mean, Look back then, like, oh, look how this, how well, I like it was. how you say what you guys had as if I was around in the 60s. No, you guys, as you're a comic book fan, you have that. I'm the movie guy, so we had the Hayes Code back then. Oh, okay. that's what I'm saying, as you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, were you born? When were you born? Okay, <laughs> not we, in we the did, 60s. We did, we did this last week, I know. You were born in the 70s? Nope. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we were kind of already have that going on of like seeing the viewpoints change from like there was AIDS man and whatever to like how it's more ha- how how better it's handled now for the most part. So yeah, 
But, like, there isn't no, like, stories other than, like, superheroes. It's the common mythology, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I guess, like, the, for an example, in the early 1900s, I guess stuff like Lovecraft and Poe and stuff would be yeah. our mythology from that time period. Yeah. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know how we got on that tangent. Because people are stupid. And they like to make fun of things people like. They should feel better about themselves. You're only allowed to make some fun of something when it's bad. No. Yes. That's subjective. Bad is subjective. Yeah, and your opinions are wrong. See? That's all subjective. <laughs> no, that's just a fact. Okay, when it comes to art, it's all subjective. Yeah, there's bad art, I guess, but like still like someone likes it, you can't like really criticize them too much for liking that bad thing of art. Sure I can, because they have bad taste. No, oh, they like they like this thing. Nope. They're just wrong. All right. Anything else? Yeah, let's finish this review because I don't want to do this any longer. Finish? We didn't even start it. Exactly. We're done, guys. See ya. <laughs> this is the 11th movie released under the DC U- Universe animated ritual movies banner. So, man, that is a t- that's a that's a that's a lot of jumbled words together. I read it word for word. For I know you did. I know, but I'm saying like the DC Universe animated original movies. Like, God, that's a breath to say. DC A O M U, I guess. DCUA. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be DCAU one. I should say. Oh, what about what about animated DCU? No, doesn't sound good because it's that's the whole point is to have the letters ADCU. DCAU sounds better. DCAU. It just flows better. Uh, it's matter. It doesn't matter anymore. I guess right. No, this is a defunct universe. So yeah. all right. So let's go into the movie itself. But beforehand, I always have trailers. Well, most of. What do you have trailers of? Green Lantern. Oh my god. And I've never even seen a trailer to this movie until Oh, the I live action this. one. Yes. Okay. And I never even seen a trailer and man, it looks bad. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's not good. It looks bad. Like even the special effects look garbage. Yes. Like I get the idea of making a suit animated, but it's not good. It doesn't hold up. It didn't hold up then. I had a trailer for All Star Superman. We saw that one, right? That was the last one that you liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. <laughs> so sad that you actually really praised that movie and loved that movie and you don't even remember what it is <laughs> we've seen so much f-ing movies tj and all the names of these movies are so similar to each one i was like i don't know which one we're talking about i gotta see it visually also i had a trailer for harry potter and the deathly hallows part one on blu-ray Dude. i had a trailer for the dc app and that maddiecollector.com again. <laughs> I don't know why they, they're pushing that so hard, but. And then I had two animated cartoons because I have the Blu ray and they always give you like two, a few cartoons on it. But usually it's from like the Batman and Area series or Justice League or, you know, Superman. This yeah. time it was from Batman Brave and the Bold. Really? Which is, yeah, which is weird because we were just talking about that. Yeah. That's weird. And I have really never seen many of them, Batman Brave and Bold. But the first one was The Siege of Starro, part one. I don't know what that had to do with Green Lantern, but I mean, Starro's, I guess, intergalactic, right? Yeah, but he's more of a Justice League villain than he is a well, so is i mean i guess green lanterns justice league plus intergalactics but it's figured you it, it would be but like the plot isn't doesn't have any green lanterns in it it's it's, Bat- it's, it's their but, idea of like how we can get batman into this dvd set it's and, it's and batman, bizarre logic it's it's batman teaming up with booster gold 
Mm-hmm. Do you know who Buster Gold is? Is he like a fast dude or something like that? Or no? No. Nope. Speedster? No. Not even close. He's... A kid, right? No. Okay, then no. He's like... He's from the future, and he came back, and he was like a janitor in the future, and he came, he stole time machine stuff and came back to the past, so he can use his knowledge of the future to become rich, and he kind of and be a superhero. He's kind of a goofy kind of character. Okay. Uh, he teams up with him, Firestorm. Do you know who Firestorm is? Nope. Wow, you don't know anything, do you? I don't care about superheroes, TJ. So that has nothing to do with it. So I don't know much about superheroes. I know Batman's can, bad, and that's it. Um, <laughs> Firestorm is... Whew, how do I explain Firestorm? <laughs> um, he is two people merge into one. Oh, is he the doctor and someone else, or no? Yeah, 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 essentially. Professor, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not always a, a doctor and someone else. Okay. It's, it's sometimes, like in this, this iteration, it's a uh, genius kid and his football coach for yeah. some reason. okay. Yeah. Is it always a kid and an adult? Not always. Sometimes it's two teenagers. Sometimes, okay. yeah. Gotcha. So he teams up with those two Buana beasts, which I'm not going to lie. I had no idea who that was. Is that a chick? No, it's a guy, an African superhero who in the Brave and the Bold was apparently married to superhero Vixen. I had no idea who he was. And apparently he's a big part of this episode. And he, so he Batman teams up with those three and Shazam. Or, which, in the series, it was Captain Marvel, so I'm surprised they got away with that, but okay. Yeah, that's that is shocking, isn't it? Yeah. And then the second animated feature I had is Brave and the Bold. It was called Revenge of the Reach, where Batman teams up with Blue Beetle and the Green Lander Corps to take on the Reach, which are alien guys yep. who, who uh, you know, the Reach. Uh-huh. It was in one of the, uh, I think it was like in season two or three of uh, Young Justice. Okay, good. Then I'll have to explain the reach to you. Nope. And if, just so if people who don't know who the reach are, they're Blue Beetle. They're the Jamie Reyes Blue Be- Beetle villains. They're connected to his scarab. Yeah, so. that's cool stuff. I like this. I like. I don't mind that story arc to a point. Yeah, I mean, it's. I do like to focus on the Jamie Reyes Blue Beetle because uh, the Ted Cord Blue Beetle is more of a comedy character. He mm-hmm. teams up with Booster Gold a lot. Yeah. So anyway, that's all the trailers and animated stuff that I got. Woohoo! And I I watch my stuff on HBO Max. There was no trailer. Yeah. Well, you have you have the box office. I have trailers. That's our thing. That's fine. I'm I'm I guess I'm saying that's why I don't have any. Just letting the audience know. Yeah, I own the two disc, the Blu-ray and DVD Green Lantern and Emerald Knights thing. Wait, there's two discs of this movie. Yeah, one's the DVD version, one's the Blu-ray. Why? I don't know. Like, why does that exist? That they have a lot of those <laughs> for this movie. Who's like, uh, I need the two disc of this movie. <laughs> I can see like a good movie, but this movie. Oh, it didn't make five million dollars in sales, so someone I, must have I liked it. Yes, but like I, when I went to buy it, this is the one that came up, so that's what I bought. Oh man, I'm surprised. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I can I mean, see if it, I can see if it was like a double feature or something. It had this one. What's the other one we watched before this? It was All Star Superman. Which one? No, no, the other uh, Green Lantern one. Oh, First Flight? Yeah, I can see if it had that and this or something on it, but just this movie, two disc of that, that's... I never, I don't understand why the two disc things, like, why people would want a DVD version and a Blu-ray version in the same case. Like, I can understand buying separate cases if you thought, if you're a collector. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I just, but if it's in the same case, what difference does it make? It's the same thing on there, right? Except maybe there's different trailers or something. Different like, formatting a little bit and stuff like that. And like, obviously clarity. But what you, but like, like, what you just watched a better version. Exactly. Like, oh, I have a Blu-ray. So I'm going to get a Blu-ray. I don't want the Blu-ray yeah. and the DVD. Yeah. yeah like, I I don't, or if I have a DVD, I'm just getting the DVD. Like, I don't want the other one. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing, but... Yeah, it's, I just, there must be some kind of tactic and like, or maybe they have so many DVDs in surplus, like, let's just get rid of these things and four, we just, I don't know. I don't know, it's bizarre. Maybe, but I also got a digital copy code for God, this movie too. I'm so. myself, stop. That's just like, I, 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 I might be busting this movie's balls, but I'm so for physical media. Like, definitely buy shit like this, guys, because that's how you guys keep your shit. But it's like, this movie. Like, I want to uh, reiterate, I don't think this movie is terrible. Neither do I. I don't think it's DVD. I just don't. Blu-ray. I, I, I don't get it for any movie. I don't care how yeah. much you like it. I just like if it's in the same case. It's like the reason why you get two separate versions of it is so you can display both cases. You know, it's true because I have well, I have Blu-rays that have like you said the DVD version. Like I don't need that. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm never gonna watch that version of no. it. The Blu-ray is gonna be better. If I need to watch that version because my Blu-ray's broken or something, then oh well. Yeah, I guess that's why. Maybe it's a backup. <laughs> I don't want a backup of lesser quality. But though. honestly, like must put two Blu-rays in there. So. Honestly, in this day and age, you're not putting a Blu-ray in. I, I, I'm doing it because I just like physical media, and, yeah. and I also like like to see what trailers and stuff are on the DVD and stuff. So. I do like the idea of downloading your movies, like how they give you that code. But my issue with that is there's like so there's like Voodoo and there's like some other one, like the Warner Brothers have one that they so there's like three different companies that do it. So you have to like have three different accounts. There's not one place you go for all your codes, and it's just a pain. I don't like it. Yeah, and if those services close, then you don't have those movies anymore. Yep. Yeah, so, again, like, so I, buy buy the physical copy. That's where it's yeah. at. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a collector at heart, so I'm more tend towards physical media anyway, but... I can't do that anymore, collect. It's just so much content now, and so much, like... Yeah, you have to disassociate and... and um, not specialize. Well, specialize kind of, but, like, focus on yeah. certain things. That's how you collect these days. Can't I can't do that. Like, I can't collect Star Wars movies anymore, because then you have all the spinoffs and all the shows. Like, I just There's only, like, nine movies. And then you have the side story movies, like Solo, Rogue One. But then you have the okay, live action that's, shows. That's an extra three movies. Then you have like, the, the action shows you have. Yeah, but I don't think the shows get released. If they, they, they probably, I, I'm willing to bet Disney. I mean, you think they would have to, right? Well, I know no, they, have, they, they sell Clone Wars and Rebels, but they have to sell. They haven't sold any of the... Su- these the Marvel shows That's they're weird. exclusive yeah, now that to the streams exclusive to the chain. I mean, I think they released WandaVision, but that was it. Everything yeah. else is exclusive to their streaming service. I'm looking on Amazon. Yeah, they sell. Okay, there is a Mandalorian seasons one to two four disc Blu-ray set. I know it says currently unavailable. Yeah, they sell them. Uh, well, maybe it's just superhero stuff. Uh, Captain America. I don't know. It's falcon in winter soldier right i was thinking so yeah uh yeah because last time i looked at this they didn't have them oh maybe they do okay maybe they are selling them now i yeah, know back 
I I would know when I was looking for them before they weren't selling any of them. They like, do seem hard to find now. I'll tell you that. You no, know, you say that, but I just typed in. Well, I'm looking for Loki right now. Well, I got a four DVD bundle of Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Moon Knight, and Loki. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see. I don't want to keep buying. I see. I see some shit now. I guess they. I I know there was a thing where they're like, we're not releasing these on DVD and Blu-ray and stuff like that. This is just going to be exclusively to it. But I guess they decided, eh, that's stupid. I think that's just bad for business because I think you'll sell more stuff if you make more product, right? Well, it depends. Yeah, I guess it does depend. If, like, if, if you make the stuff and no one buys it. No, but like if it's a good show like Loki, people like it. I wouldn't want to be just exclusive to people. But then again, that's how you get people to come to your website. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the best business tactic to that is. So can we, let's get to the review. Hold on. I'm just... Because now I'm not... Maybe that wasn't... Well, some of this is like fan-made stuff I'm saying. Okay, season feedback. Our Disney Plus shows. Let's Google that. Because now I'm not finding it at all. Maybe because I don't think maybe that wasn't what I thought it was. Unfortunately, per TV line, there are repeatedly no plans to release current or upcoming Disney Plus MCU uh, shows on Blu-ray as of now. So that's MCU shows. Um, that's just Blu-ray though. Well, I, I typed in Blu-ray because that's the more con- that's the most relevant of the, the physical media. DVD. Yeah, I'm not yeah. seeing it at all now. Yeah, they don't plan on releasing the Marvel shows at all on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. This is from an article released in 2021. So maybe as time has released this episode maybe things might have changed but yeah like i said i didn't think i didn't think they did but they have the mandalorian on dvd this other one kenobi let's say kenobi like i know why they're doing it they just want to push people to disney plus to force you to Gross. do that Gross. so they're like I'd we're not gonna just yeah i'd rather watch it illegally i'm sorry <laughs> so i just now i hate streaming services it's too much content out there i just cannot it's good for business it's good to create jobs for people but it's just it's too much it's too Fucking yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. That's exactly why. So maybe down the line, when they're like done with all this push for their <laughs> thing, that's never gonna happen, right? You, you know what's gonna happen? Like when they're done with whatever phase this is, they'll race it all in like a two hundred dollar box oh, set. And God, gross! But you're so right. Force you to buy everything at once. <laughs> yep. And they'll probably sell it only at Disneyland or World. So uh-huh. It'll be something it. stupid like that. It would be overpriced and <laughs> uh, barf. Uh, that's what capitalism does, I guess, right? Yeah. That depressed me. Can we get the reviews? I can be somewhat happy. Okay. All right. Let's get into Greenland and Emerald Knights. All right. So we open up with a green, uh, what is it called? Lantern Nest? Yeah. It's like green. Oh, like. Green logos of like DC and Warner Brothers and stuff like that because you know Green Lantern and then we open up with what was her name I wrote it down Arc Arctanian I call her Red Shirt Arctanian anyway she's a Green Lantern I know name Green Lantern created just for this because you can just create Green Lanterns in any medium you want because there's a million of them and no one will care because half of them are just here to die. Yeah. And so she's circling a sun, which seems even infeasible for a Green Lantern ring, but whatever. (laughs) You can't bring DJ. You can't bring realism into this. It's, you can't, you can't pull like, a Marcus. Come on, She's DJ. like right next to the sun. She's a f***ing Green Lantern, dude. <laughs> what they do later with this line is more unrealistic. There's a person in this line, DJ. Yeah, but he's like an ancient god or whatever. Oh, That's different. He's like an ancient god. But like, so she's flying by the sun and Kilowog, who's a Green Lantern, and we'll get to him. He's like this alien, like, bulldog guy. Bulldog 
purple guy is ch- talking to her over the thing, and she's a suddenly suddenly attacked by shadow mantises. Yeah, and so they attack her, and every time they touch her, her shield kind of fades out. The green shield around her fades out, and I'm gonna br- do this again. Like, okay, the sh- shield breaks; she should automatically be burnt up by the sun or sucked into the uh, vacuum of space. There, <laughs> but whatever. Um, wine in space, TJ. Yeah, and these shadow demons, because they're shadow demons. They attack and they murder her pretty brutally for a PG movie. I wrote that in my notes. That's a pretty brutal murder. (laughs) Holy shit. Like, they tear her to pieces. And, like, they have her arm floating in space. You know what's funny, though? Like, you're critiquing her being close to the sun. My ass, whole self, wrote in my notes. So the sound in space then, huh? Because she's talking on the headset and everything and the guy's yelling to her. Like, how that works. So I guess because, I can't be too critical too, I guess. Huh? So ooh, I have an explanation for that. They're inside the green shield inside of her is like an atmosphere. So. Yeah, but no, as soon as she dies and her ring goes off her finger or it's like on her finger, he can still hear Cleo like yelling to her. And her shield's down at this point. Like yeah, dead. you're right. So it's like, dead. why is he yelling? It's no sound in space. So yeah, this movie's not space accurate, guys. I mean, the movie with space cops that fly through space with a ring. So, so you now see. I'm glad you brought. Hey, here's my first, my, my biggest rant for this movie. And I just said the trigger word for this: space cops, right? Mm-hmm. Galactic space cops. Mm-hmm. Why are all these movies so boring, TJ? Like you would think, galactic space cops would be so fun to watch of all different species and entities, and just you like, want to know why? I can tell you why. Why? Because Hal Jordan sucks. I don't think it's in a Hal Jordan thing. Like, I think he does suck. I'm not going to defend Hal Jordan. He's terrible. <laughs> He's a boring character. But also, like, why are they all humanoids? Like, why? It's always the same kind of combat. There's, there's, no, there's no inspiration in these movies. There They're is no creativity fun. in the way they use the rings. No, no. It's just it's very en- unoriginal. Yeah, like they, they use energy blasts or they use hammers. Like, these yeah, are I, imaginations, guys. You know, they need it. Like, oh. they need. Like a John Stewart or a Kyle Rayner. They need writers on acid writing down our ideas because these movies are so ungodly. Like, yeah, like this is, but to be fair, this is very early. Well, not very early Greenlander. This is, how to explain it? Well, Sinestro is still wearing green, so. Right, that's what I mean. It's yeah. early Green Lantern as far as like comic book lore go. But this is like, Greenlanders have been around forever, essentially, oh. at this point. So it's like. In universe, they're an old organization, but this is like the first iteration of Green Lanterns. I hate it, and it's it's the first iteration of Green Lanterns because of the stupid movie coming out. Yeah, yes. so this is definitely a tie-in movie, kind of. It can't be because when you watch the movie, like, well, no, I yeah. know this is just is just a movie. Like, this is definitely a movie geared towards people who are really steeped in Green Lantern lore. Like who really are into the lore of Green Lanterns. So this is a lot of a lot of these stories are from comic books. Yeah. And like this is like, oh, this is an adaptation of this story and this is this story and stuff like that. And if if you gotta be really deep into the lore. I had to do a lot of research to get caught up. I don't know. I just I guess I don't get the fan base of this because I don't get how he could be in such a lore heavy like how can people like this guy and the storyline so much. Like I like Green Lanterns. Uh, Green Lantern is very hit and miss. It depends on which Green Lantern you're following. Oh, man. 
Like Hal Jordan is super boring. Yes. But there's a point in time where he goes crazy and starts killing Green Lanterns and collecting their rings. And I don't mind that. I guess just, I still feel it's boring though. I just feel like they like this premise is a good premise. Green is space cops. That's the galactic space. That's awesome. But just how they execute it, I feel it's just like yeah. I mean, it's, don't get you, you also have to understand this is a movie adaptation, and movie adaptations are usually inferior to the comic books and to people just. Uh, they always focus on the wrong things. Like like I said, going back to John Stewart, John Stewart's an architect, so his contracts are more creative, you know, and stuff but like then, that. But then like- Kyle Rayner's an artist, so his is more abstract and stuff like that. Like there's n- the lack of creativity here. Like they just like you said, they they usually just use their rings as guns. Boom, 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 and it's kind of like it's boring. Boom. And like, and also like, I don't even care about like the ring cre- creativity that much. But what about like just like watching? Because again, all the combat's the same. Let me throw a punch and kick. How about we see some interspecies combat styles and just ugh, it's just so it's boring. It's just so well, that boring. comes back to a lack of uh, imagination. Yeah, for, I think from the writers. Like, I just think how many like, humanoid species but, like, can we? How would on? you? How would you write a different combat scenario? I have different kind of species. Like, okay, this Green Lantern's water based. This Green Lantern's like a fire based, and just like, combine the shit. You like that's just the thing of elements right there. This Green Lantern can phase in and off. You go, you go X Men with it, I guess like that. I just, I don't know. You could like just they have powers and they have rings that encourage more powers. So it's just, I don't know, something. It's just like it's just. I, it I think repetitive. I. I think they were limited in their um, storytelling process here because they they were like five minute stories. Ugh, you know what I, I mean? Guess. So, but like we, but like the world one we get to later. Spoiler! Like that's 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 okay. That's something. It's like Green Lantern, Little World, Living Planet. That's something I can watch. I guess for a little bit. Even that got boring, but like that's inspiring. Then we get just a humanoids again. Like I don't care about all these people. I mean, there's like a there's different. Um, I don't know what it's called. There's like a, a square jelly person. Follow his story arc. Make him interesting. Like make me see what he he's can do. He's in this he's he's in this movie. I know, but like do we follow him? Do we see what he does does? Yeah, he uses story. I didn't pay attention enough. I guess we'll get to it, but I just I don't know. Like there's a square jelly man, there's a guy who's just essentially a giant head. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Still human that's a still humanoid. I don't know. Hands. It feels like it feels like you're you're nitpicking here because it's like they're all Green Lanterns, so they're all trained in the same way, essentially. They and use that's their fine, rings but in like, certain way. But it's like, that's like saying and uh, Captain America is born because he only uses his shield. No, because he's one entity. He's one person. If there's an army of Captain Americas who who recruit from around the world, sure, incorporate their f- different fighting styles. Well, the, the and, different fi- their different fighting styles are their constructs. And that's boring. But they get, I don't know. Uh, it's just something about this. Like, I feel like this should be, the Green Lantern should be more fun and more interesting than it is. And it's just like never. Like this movie isn't, that, this movie isn't fantastic, but like Green Lantern's always been hit or miss for me. In general, yeah. it always depends on who I'm following. But the the basis of the Green Lantern story has never really been space cops. It's just kind of a backdrop. It's more of indomitable will and overcoming fear. Ugh, I guess I'm cynical. I guess like, uh, yeah, I you know. are. How often can little... you do that? How often can you do that? Fear versus and you can you can do that a lot because <sighs> it depends on the how you tell the story. I just I just don't see. It's not intriguing to me at all. It's a boring concept. All right, whatever. That's all. That's why. That's my rant. One of my rants, probably. But yeah. So. So yeah, the screen lantern gets killed, and then we have the shortest credit scene ever. Is we get the title, and that's it. Perfect. And then we have we go into all right. So 
we go we open up with this this girl character her name's Arissa. she's a problematic character problematic why is she underage tj she's like 12 and they have relations with her or something well they don't show it and it's all right so we open up with Arissa, and she's going into the meeting, and there's apparently they're having a meeting. They're gonna they're evacuating Oa, which is the Green Lantern homeworld, and they're discussing it. And they're gonna start setting up barriers around the, the sun and start um uh what's the word I'm looking for patrolling it. And why are they patrolling it? Because of the evil god Krona that's inside of it. <laughs> He's an ancient Green Lantern. I, I want to say Green Lantern villain, but he's like fought the Justice League and stuff. He's cool. I like the concept of him. More of that kind of shit. Like honestly, they uh they he was around around as long as the Guardians were, which is like the beginning of the time. Okay. And in the comics, he was like became like an unstoppable um immortal god, and the only way they stopped him was by imprisoning him in the realm of death but that created a paradox to have a living being a mortal living being in the realm of death which opened like a portal or something and allowed death to peer, pierce our veil and start in, in the intervening in our realm and stuff it's a long history that's awesome but um back to Arissa. so she's a problematic character not in her own right it's just because the writers are gross but you're right on the money shocker she was 13 Oh my god, I was being sarcastic, TJ. <laughs> Gross. I think I've, I actually think I've talked about this before. Sarcastic. I think you might have, yeah. She had a crush on Hal Jordan. Yes, we did talk about this. I don't think I went into detail, though. So she, she had such a crush on Hal Jordan that she used her ring to age herself up, to make herself older. See, hold on, hold on. They can have time to, like, figure out loopholes of why he can have any relations with a young girl, like, unknowingly or slash knowingly. But they can't think of fantastical things, TJ. Like, this well, is why I hate, like, the, this the, kind the, of shit. See, but the movies aren't analogous to with the comics is. There are a lot of creative things that happen in the comics. I hope so. But, like, why was your energy trying to, like, this 12-year-old needs to get boned down? Let's, I'm sorry, this 13-year-old needs to get boned down. Let's age her up somehow. Like, don't waste your energy with that, man. Like, yeah, just give I, me some fantastical I know. You know, space it's just, shit. I know. That's just why I, I said she's anime, a problem. my f***ing <laughs> DC Comics shit. That's, this is why I said she's a problematic character. And yeah, I don't know why they decided to do it this way. But, so she aged herself up. So, and then Hal Jordan and her were in a relationship. Gross. Yeah, it was gross. And that's all we need to say about it. <laughs> If they have kids, I just, I just, I just want to, no. Thank God. No. Um. No, no, hold on. Now, now I have questions. So she aged herself up. Uh-huh. Like, was it like. It wasn't intentional. She like wanted it so bad that her willpower and the ring kind of aged her up. So kind of like big. Did she, did she, was it reversible or was she like, no, okay, she's 20 well, forever now. Like, how's that? <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned that. Because like she aged up like legitimately to like of age, her mind and everything else. But eventually her mind regresses back to a 13 year old and stuck stuck in the adult body so why why write that (laughs) why like what's that for i don't know it's gross i know that's why i just wanted to bring it up and get it out of the way because she is the framing device around this entire movie because the other green lanterns mostly how jordan are gonna be telling her stories about the green lantern corn and stuff like that throughout the rest of this with this backdrop of corona them patrolling the sun and going corona 
and stuff like that. There's some comics. This, this that's why people make fun of comic book people. Like the story arcs, like like why is like that's so unnecessary. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, so they're patrolling the sun, but so they're moving everything off of Oa. I don't know why. Because I guess he threatened that planet. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's what it is. That they're just taking precautions for Corona. But it just feels like a plot point yeah. so that they can do the thing they're going to do later. Yeah. I'm not so. gonna lie. I kind of called it later in the movie. Like, okay, he's this size, and then they get into this thing later. Like, they're, they're gonna do something like by throwing something at him. And I thought to myself, that's too outlandish. And then they did it. Like, oh wow, okay, movie. <laughs> I mean, it's what you wanted, though. It's outlandish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me. I wasn't, like, upset about it. Like, I just called that. Like, I want more stuff like that in the movie. More outlandish shit. Anyway, so now they're they're um they're all charging their power rings, all the Green Lanterns, because they're going to move the power battery. Because if you don't know, the Green Lanterns, there's a giant lantern battery that everyone gets their green energy from. So, and as they're in line, uh, Arissa is talking to Hal Jordan, and Hal Jordan starts kind of spouting gospel. It, it felt like <laughs> yep. Green Lantern religion here, which was kind of odd, like the Book of Oa, Chapter Three, and like like. I've never, I mean, the Book of L is a thing, but I never really, like, but then again, I haven't really read early Green Lantern, I haven't even read recent Green Lantern stuff, so maybe it was a big thing back then. Um, so, how Jordan starts telling the origin of the Green Lanterns, of the first Lanterns, um... And this took longer than I expected. It's like, what's going on here? Like, I thought it was going to be yeah. a quick flashback. Like, oh, this is a thing they're doing. There's dialogue in yeah. this. Yeah, no, this is the first of five stories, I think it is. Yes. And this origin completely made up for this movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. I did kind of enjoy the origin, but I was like, eh, it's predictable. Like, I I couldn't find anything on it, on this origin. Like, as far as I know, the origin is not this. <laughs> it's I, I was going to try and explain it, but I was thinking about it. It's like overly complicated yeah, dealing okay. with the dawn of time and you know f- the first green lantern ring and it's like um no it's it's it, it we're going too deep into dc lore with that crap yeah, if we need to go over we can go over in a live action movie we don't need to go in this one right um so we we open up this story with the dominators attacking a planet you know who the dominators are sure you don't know who they are they're just an alien race there's a big uh, DC crossover called Invasion, where they invade Earth and stuff like that. They're just one of the main intergalactic species. They're like the um, shapeshifters from Marvel. What are they called? You're asking the wrong guy, TJ. I know you're talking <laughs> about. Like, I don't know. They're like the blue guys and stuff. The shapeshift. <laughs> You've seen those movies, no, though. Not the new ones. I stopped at, at the end game. They introduced them in, uh, I guess, the Marvelous Marvel movie. Yeah. I didn't watch that one either, so. Oh. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I forget what they're called. The things a cat the whole time, so I don't know what they're called. Yeah, they're, in Marvel, there's a, the secret invasion thing where they were impersonating all of the um, superheroes. I don't remember what they're called. It doesn't matter. It, it's their equivalent. Let's just go with that. Anyway, Dominators are attacked, and, and so the uh, Guardians of the Universe create four power rings, and they're going to... I don't know why they stopped at four. But, yeah right i can see if they got tired or it was getting weak but they just had the four that's four and so they decided to um gather all the world's warriors and let the rings and the rings have minds of their own and they choose who they're gonna bear and so they choose three people they're just different alien species one's like a amoeba giant amoeba and then but the fourth ring chooses 
not a warrior, but a scribe named I- Avra. Avra, I think they called her. I think so. Yeah, which was surprising. And but you know, they, so they were they're chained a little bit as Green Lanterns by the Guardians. I guess the Guardians decided to train them, and they send them off to get murdered by the Dominators, essentially, yeah. who are like a, a million Dominators like, on the you, screen. What do you expect? Like. <laughs> Like how cocky do you think you are in making something? Like it looks a scandalous thing. Um, yeah. So they're fighting. So the, the green four Greenlanders go and they're fighting and they get their asses kicked. And so one of them gets murdered by the Dominators. And now there's only three Greenlanders left. And then so they they're like, uh, we have to, we have a choice. We can either die or run. And then the Amoeba Greenlanders like, you guys run. I'll buy you time. And then Avra's like, no. I'm going to stay and we're going to fight. And he creates the first constructs because yes. at this time they're only using green laser blasts at the, or something. So this is, you know, creativity. And then Avra becomes like the master of the rings and teaching future generations how to use um, have the rings and stuff like that. <laughs> He uses a Kamehameha wave at one point. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then Hal Jordan says, you know, he passes on the ring and his ring gets passed on. And of course, his the first lantern ring is was eventually passed down to Hal Jordan because, oh, he's the greatest green lantern or whatever. Oh, he has it? Yeah. You didn't see it at the end there? I was not paying that much attention to yeah, when he's finishing up his story, it says, Avery passed on his ring to a new disciple, and then they pass on through the years, and then eventually it gets to Hal Jordan, huh. who has the first Green Lantern ring, because apparently he's the greatest Green Lantern. Is he, though? Is he? That's what the lure wants us to think, yeah. even though he's terrible. So we're back at the power battery, charging the rings, and Hal finishes his story, and then, um, wow, I'm blanking on his name. Kilowog. Kilowog. Yeah, Kilowog's like bumps into her and says, Is this the new guy kid? And she's like, Yeah. And he's like, uh, Don't worry about this battle. It's coming up because boot camp's going to be harder because Green Lanterns have a boot camp. And then Hal Jordan says, Don't worry about Kilowog. He's not, he's a soft guy compared to the, his old, to the old uh, drill structure. And then we get our second story called Kilowog. We're introduced to Sergeant. Deegan. Sergeant Deegan is also created for this movie. Really? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. This is the sec. This is the scenes of the movie. Again, and anthologies. I'm not a fan. Of, we talked about this off mic. I'm not a big fan of anthologies because a lot of them are just weak stories and like just like one or two highlight stories in the whole movies. But that beside the point. This is what made me like not really care about the characters and this like it's too it's too earthly. It's too like human. It's like okay, boot camp is just like our boot camp. It's not really spacey. It's not like it's not you know nothing fun about this to watch. I mean, training you would think it'd be across anything now. No, because like there's so many planets and species, like you know. Yeah, but they would still need to be trained. But like differently, like I don't like. Why do they like? Why like? How did like? How do like all the training methods come down to like Earth training style? That's like that's why I, I just don't, can't get I don't like, think, my suspension. I don't disbelief. think throwing people into an active volcano and in the swirling whirlpools of sand is Earth training. It's kind of it's like Marines. Like we 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 don't throw them in an active volcano, but we do throw our like top notch people into like crazy conditions like, and then how just, would you how would you do it i don't know but i'm not the, i'm not exactly, the right exactly because but that's my whole point there was there's always doesn't matter what race if you if you need to get better or something there's going to be training in some some sort yeah, I still, I so don't know. i just feel like it could be so, more mystical or more like to get more like bizarre 
It's just like okay, strength, endurance, and teamwork, which is good. I get, I get that, but it's like it's just not enough. Well, which me. you would, which no matter what you are, you're gonna need. Yeah, yeah. No, I get, trust me. I get, I get that. I get that. I just don't understand your nitpick on this one. It's it, like it's just again, it's just watching. I don't people think do this. I don't think camp. this is an Earth thing. I think this is just a fundamental thing. But like. I don't know. It feels earthy. It feels like it feels like Earth Riders well, like wrote this. The, stere- the stereotyp- like- the stereotypical Jill Sargent, yeah, is very earthy. But like the training itself, I don't feel was stereotypical. Oh, I felt so stereotypical. They're doing a rock climb right now. Like I don't know. It's, it's all things that we you need, I guess. They're it's trying just- to climb out of an active volcano yeah. so they're not melt it. They're not like they're not training there. They're just trying to save themselves. How's that training then? You're not learning any skills. You're trying to survive. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. But they're not like, learning that's... anything. They're not learning any fundamental techniques or like fighting stuff. They're not learning. I guess over time they'll learn shit. But like, I don't know. It's just, this feels pointless. It's well, it's so pointless. I this is this. also like put them in the dangerous situation so that when dangerous situations come up, they don't freeze. They don't. You know, yeah, it just doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? This this didn't do anything for me. But I, I, totally, like, I, I get what you're saying. Get what you're saying. Like I, like I'm not gonna sit here and defend this story. I think it's kind of stupid myself. Yeah. But I just don't think your are your problems with it are sound. Oh, the throw them, throw them in the space. Literally throw them in the space because they're always in space. Like see how long you hold your breath or or like okay you're, you lost your suit you can't hold your breath you're turning cold right now think on the fly how you get out of the situation something. Not here's some elements of fight through. That's what they did. He did that with the volcano. But like, it's not just too earthy. To That's him. exactly like, what, what he did. He took them to a volcano and dropped them in and see what how no, they would throw, react. Throw them in a space or like here's here's people firing weapons at you. He took their rings. Yeah, and he's like here drops them into a volcano. Yes. That's exactly the same yes. thing as throwing them into yes. space. No, not really, because space is a whole different element. But that's what my point is. Then he takes them to a different element, and he treats <laughs> and does the same thing. I just felt so boring and redundant and just, like, lazy. It just felt lazy, that's all. It just felt lazy. But, like, if you did the space thing, it would be the same thing. You'd be saying the same I guess, thing. It's like, I don't know, but, like, if you're, you're, you're Green Lantern writers. Think of something fantastical. Think of something, like, like have them fight some wild beast that urges. I don't know. If I, do something besides this boringness. Like this didn't hold my attention at all. Just didn't this scene did not hold my care or interest at all. I've seen this a thousand times, just Marines doing it or, or whoever else is gonna do this. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Because like, this, this no, again, it's not it's not, it's not inspiring. This is nothing like, like oh. I don't think this is a Green Lantern problem. I think this is just this story problem you know what i mean like the training in general problem i think it's both no because if you if it was you'd be saying the same thing if it was anything else that, uh probably yeah so it's just a generalized problem and not a green lantern no, problem because that's green lantern because we're doing space cops doing space cop things and it's like it's but it doesn't matter weapons. it doesn't matter what kind of training they would have done here you'd be complaining about it not really. <laughs> yes, really. If it was, a you'd be like, "Oh, no. this is stupid." They're fighting a big monster. Oh, uh-huh. why if, couldn't if you they could, like, see the? If you or, could see it being or... clever, and I like, guess it's just not. And maybe because it was rushed, I guess they had to get all the main beats of a dumb training montage into it. I guess. Well, that's just, always going to be the. And that's why I was like, "It's what like, it's like it's just short and dumb." It's just, I just can't put the words to like how boring that this is, and it shouldn't be boring. Like this should not be boring. It's space training. Like not I'm not disagreeing that it's 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 kind of cliched and, and a little boring, but your solutions and your arguments aren't like helping your argument. I know because I'm not the writer for this. I can't. I I personally cannot think of how to make that more enticing, more energizing. 
But what they did and what they showed me for space cops training is not it. That's all I'm saying. For Green Lantern space well, cops, that's my whole this is their, thing. This that's is not what you thing. do. It's not what, what you do. What do you do then if it's they're training? Again, throw them literally into outer space and then pitch blackness. But you be complaining about that too. I would like I see I see them trying to solve puzzles and try to f-ing work things out instead of just doing. They would. They did that in the volcano. They did that in the sand pit. That's, that's all brute strength kind of shit. There was no one doing like, oh, here's some like. I don't know. Here's a here's a thing I know from my space planet. What do you know from your space planet? Cool. Let's intertwine that as a team and work together. Proper. No, I'm strong. I'll carry us out. Like, okay, cool. Well, the problem with that is this story is focused on one character. Yeah, exactly. So, and his know. rise, and his rise to become the drill sergeant, essentially. <laughs> I just didn't care. I don't think it was bad. I just think it was meh. It was you know interchangeable I mean? with any other one of these kind of scenes I've seen. Yeah, exactly. It so was not. Just- good though but it's not bad like, no because like your argument said before if something's not bad if it's just meh it's bad and wasteful you said it so many countless times TJ. i said that it, that's worse than being bad yeah but i don't it's worse than I, being bad then but right i would but that's only from an entertainment value yeah this is not entertaining but that uh, from objectively though it wouldn't lose points because of it i don't know i'm not, I, I'm not taking points away from this but at the same time it's just so meh like it's not getting anything it's not getting points Which, on i it agree it's with like, you but just, like when you come up with an argument like that, you're supposed to have a better reason. You know what I mean? Something to replace it that would be the criticism is valid. Trust me, I you know. You have no valid criticism to counteract what they're trying to tell here. Because I'm not the artist or writer for this. But that's my whole point, though. Like you have a problem with it, but you have no way you would that you would be that you personally would be satisfied I told with you, it. put them in space and have like, but little, like or, or put them, have them figure out their you own would problems. Be arguing, you, you would be doing that if they had done that. I don't think so. I think you would No, because it's like that space shit they're doing. They're literally on planets fighting the elements. Like, okay. Yeah, which is space shit. It's not space shit. You could do it on Earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could literally throw a Marine into the volcano here and have him and his crew trying to escape out before they die. If not, okay, we'll find some new recruits to do this too. All right, but then they went to the sand world pit. Yeah, who cares? It's like trying to survive rapids. Like, who cares? I've seen this. This is nothing entertaining or new to me. But you could just say, put them in the middle of a deep ocean and be like, oh, it's the same thing as being in space. Yeah. So you add some space elements to the ocean. You add some space elements to the. If the sand pit was like actually eating them. Or some sh- living shit was weird in it. And like, oh, I know this from my planet. Their weaknesses are this and that. And then like over time, you show that the strength is like they talk to each other and perform communication with each other. They're these cadets. I don't know. You could just do better than what they did to us. That's all. It was just lazy and like, here's this. Let's call it a day. Our budget. And I don't know. If it, I don't think it was. I don't want to say it's lazy. I just think they were restricted with what they had. It's lazy. To do. It's lazy. They could have done better. It's, it's a 10 page short story. Yep. They could have done better. So I'm saying, I'm not should. what the folk, not what the focus on the character they were trying to tell. They could have though. Not, they still could not have the though. Story. The, thing. the way he was being an asshole to the instructor, like you're not teaching us anything. You're just trying to get us. I'm like, okay, you could do that, but better. And I know that's not a good explanation of like what I want them to do, but it's not this. Anyway, I think we went through that entire story in the argument. Yeah. So you know they go from different planets to do their little training, and Kilowog is getting frustrated with the, the sergeant because he thinks he's trying to kill them and so forth and so forth. But then they get a call that the Kuns are attacking a planet. The Kuns are just a warrior race of aliens that like to conquer and stuff like that. And Oh, oh so how they, about this? Like, also... 
I'm sorry. But it's training camp with your new ring, right? Uh-huh. Show me how to use my f***ing ring and, like, be imaginative. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, here's a lightsaber. Go. Them. How do I use this thing? How do I wield it if I cut my arm off? How do I use this thing you just gave me? No, no, no. We're going to show you how to do push-ups and, like, pull yourself out of f***ing things. Well, no, I have a f***ing ring that's I, a magical shit. I, I, underst- I understand, but, like, you also, this is also, like... Only one part of their training. I know, but like, I don't care about this part of the training. You gave me a magical space ring. Show me this part of the training. Show Kilowog being a cocky son of a bitch of that, or like, I got my energy. I got my my. I, I don't need a ring. I need my strength. And uh, some weak guys like, no man, creativity, bro. Like anything besides climb out the volcano, climb out the sandpit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, TJ. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so yeah, they go and um, try and help these people being attacked by these guns the sergeant tells before they leave though the sergeant drops kilowog's ring on the ground and instead of giving them like and they all take off leaving kilowog like five feet behind which is important because they all get to the planet like 15 minutes before kilowog shows up <laughs> and so the sergeant tells the other guys to protect the civilians while he takes on the, all these guns who kick his ass and pretty much kill him until kilowog shows up and saves the day, and then Kill after he saves everybody, Kilowog goes down, and Sergeant Deegan dies, and says, "You're the new instructor now." And Titan puts like, like a, a lantern. He puts a lantern symbol, lantern <laughs> symbol on his <laughs> on his thing, and in his own blood, he dies. And they're like, That's "Stupid though!" Like the newest trainee you have is giving you the most headache. I bet there's no other Green Lantern on the force right now who could have, has better qualifications than this f-ing guy. Okay. okay. I, I just took it. I honestly just took it as no one else wanted to do that job. <laughs> Bullshit. Out of the thousands of Green Lanterns they have. Like, if not you, one douchebag is power hungry like that. You. Well, no, they're, they're space cops. Cops aren't corrupt. Uh, is that, see? <laughs> I don't oh. know if you were telling, could tell by my tone on that explanation. I was like. Very sarcastic with all that last part of it, because this is all stupid. I like, I get what they were trying to do. But they didn't have the time to do this. Idea. They didn't have the time, and it wasn't like, this is a character that you just created for this movie, and it's like, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> exactly. Like, I just don't give a shit. Like, not, I, not like, I wanted to agree with you on some of your things. It's just your points were annoying me. Like, I'm sorry. Your arguments, your, and your arguments made me argue back, because I just didn't agree with what you were arguing that's fine that's totally fine you don't have to agree with the dumb shit i say but like i agree with you overall the story was weak <laughs> <laughs> i felt like that of every one of these stories besides maybe the last one and the last one because it's like okay that's what they did with it but like all these stories are like i've seen this but human version i want to see just not this human story with like space coding on it or, or just, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, why do I care about these characters just showing me? Uh, so we cut back to the world, the real world, and so they're um making a space station out of the Green Lantern rings, which I didn't. I thought they could only be constructs. Apparently, they could just create physical things with their rings now. Unless, like, but whatever, like, someone actually just forced like this contrary the whole time on that one thing. I guess. No, I don't know. No, they look. They look physical. It would yeah. just be green otherwise. <laughs> They created essentially a space station, and we're intru- and they're all all the Green Lanterns are being called to this area, and we're introduced to a, a Green Lantern called Lyra, who I didn't know until this movie. Is she a real person? Apparently, or a real yeah, she's a real she's a real character. So, Lyra, Hal Jordan's like she might be mysterious, but sh- I went went on her side, and so we go into Lyra's story. So, on her first mission as a Green Lantern, 
just it's just so you know, this story is a retelling from a story in the comic, um, okay. her backstory from the comic, and really the only difference is is that in this, this is her first mission as a Green Lantern, but in the comics. This was her mission to become a Green Lantern. Oh, okay. And that the, the Guardians actually did, sent her on this mission to, to do this mission, but she didn't know it was her father. And this, she does know it's her father. It would have been better if she didn't know. Yeah, I thought it would have been better if she didn't know either. But that's how this, like, the Guardians were dicks in the comics. So, but here she's going to her home planet to confront her father, who are who are killing cuns unprovoked in space essentially we'll get to the backstory in a little bit so lyra shows up and um she's confronted in space by her dad's mistress i want to say yes yeah i think so and there's a big fight and she beats her up goes down there goes down to the palace and the guards are she's like you you have a choice. I'm not here to fight. I'm only here to think. But if you want to fight, we can fight. And the guards are like, fine, we can go in. We don't want to get our asses kicked. So she goes in and then she starts fighting her brother, Ran, who was like a teleporter or maybe not a teleporter, but like using the invisibility, essentially. Yeah. And she kicks his ass. Then she goes to her old room where her father is and they reminisce about old times. And he's like, give me the ring and, and we could be a powerful force together. And she's like, no, I'm a Green Lantern now. I have a duty to be a Green Lantern. And it comes down to a fight, and then she, she kind of gets her ass kicked by her dad, but and, and but she kind of lets her dad take the ring, and dad puts the ring on, and she still controls it, and the ring, like, envelops the dad and, like, destroys his armor and stuff like that, and he loses... The, pretty much to green lantern explosion and then he kills himself he's like i have i was never gonna get my honor so he kills himself like seppuku style and he dies and she's sad and she's like right yeah and as she leaves all the soldiers bow to her because now i guess she's the new golden dragon which is the leader of this place and that's it she goes home i actually like this story it's the best all i guess it's the better of them yeah. all um I, I liked it for two reasons yeah. one i like the fight scenes in general i know you don't like the whole spacey thing but for some reason just the the animation of the martial arts in this and the fight scenes itself were really good yeah. and the fact that she's using the green lantern ring combined with the martial arts is a fresh take on the green lantern stuff that i hadn't ever seen before yes so i really like that and then i also like the fact that she's fighting her dad while all the memories of her childhood their childhood and like her family is like knocked over crystals and stuff around it it was a really good scene essentially like how far they have fallen apart and stuff like that. No, I, I agree with both things you said. I like the like how she used the karate and the um, her fire style and the uh, Green Lantern. I do like the memories falling. I do like all of that. It was generally nice. Yeah, that's. Just, I thought this was the strong. It actually got me curious about the character herself. I still didn't care. Oh, I know you didn't. Care. That's, that's uh, I just didn't care. Like this, yes, that's all we get from her in this movie. Yeah, I know. If we got more of her, like later on, like if she was in Jeopardy later, I'm like, oh no, not what's her name, Lyra, not Lyra. And I'm like, okay, now I kind of care more, but like, this is the only answer we get of her. Like, okay, yeah, like, but like, this was this was well done, you yeah. know. It was yes. just, you know, a simple thing, but like, the great above the last one is for sure. So, like, I looked into her, yeah. and I'm like, why haven't I heard about this character before? Like, she seems awesome, <laughs> and it's because she's no longer around. She was killed a long time ago. Oh, fortunate. Yeah. Uh, she also, all right. So she trained under 
Kilowog second in command. It's a hard name to pronounce, so I'm not going to even bother trying. <laughs> who was, you know, another drill instructor guy. And um, eventually a bunch of stuff happened and he ends up getting killed. And she confronts the goes and confronts the guy who killed who killed him and instead of arresting him she murders him and she gets arrested by the green lanterns and is expelled from the green lantern corps okay and then she ends up getting as she's being transported to another planet she a red a red lantern ring crashes through the thing and chooses her as a red lantern and i don't know if you know anything about the red lanterns but they they are all the rings are based on emotion and the red lantern is rage and anger and if you get a red lantern ring you and you come almost feral sometimes and like like the red lantern ring actually replaces your heart in your body that's pretty badass and like you vomit like this almost rage like acid stuff and stuff it's 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 an awesome but like gruesome transformation that's fantastic and she became the second red lantern ever and then she eventually gets killed and then there's a um they mentioned the darkest night in there is one of the prophecy things later okay but in darkest night which is essentially the god of death necron um uh, pretty much sends black lantern rings which pretty much turns people into zombies and like all all the corpses rise up as Black Lanterns, and she's one of the corpses. Jesus. Yeah. So, like, the Green Lantern has some pretty fantastical stories yeah. in the comics. They're just not really shown in the um, movies. They're not. They just do boring shit with them for some godforsaken reason. They focus on Sinestro a lot. Yeah, I don't give a f- about that every time we see him he's wearing green you know he's gonna turn yellow so like i do not care sorry yeah and like and that's like the big thing they focus on the whole sinestro war thing but i would like to see them do blackest night at some point something anything else don't give a shit. Anyway, that was a good little story. Lyra's story. Wasn't enough to save this movie. Though. Not at all, no. How would you write the first story, by the way? Or do you want to save all that for the end? No, we can we should probably just rate yeah, the stories. Probably easier that way. Um the origin story? I don't know. I wasn't I didn't I was kind of bored by it, honestly. The origin? Yeah, so was I. So was I. I was bored by it, and mostly because of like and then there was like the comic books out of me is like, this isn't the origin. What am I watching here? <laughs> So I I think I'm at like a five. Five. Okay. I I would probably say... I, I'm a struggle between a four or five. Like it's 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 okay. This is why I don't think I'd recommend it. I I give it a five too. I guess it's not like offensive or anything like that. Um, as for Kilowog story, I think I'm at a three. I give that like a two, maybe a four, three or four. <laughs> I think I'm at a three for Kilowog. I'm surprised. It wasn't a good story. No. It's just like I didn't agree with your disagreements, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't great. No, it's a it was just a waste of like it's just filler. It was just pure filler. Like, I don't need that. Life. And then this one, I really like this one, so I'm at a seven with this. A one. seven on higher? No, it's it's still kind of basic. That's the problem with all these. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give this one a six. Yeah, I think I'm at a seven with this one, but like they're all like just a great a shade of basicness to them all, right? And especially compared to the story that was I, I read about about her, I think they did it better in the comics. That's fair. So I think. So, so I think it, I'm at a, a six or a seven of the, that one, but I really did like this one. Yeah, yeah. Um. So after that, we cut back to. I'm just trying to figure out what they did in this little 
in a loot here. Yeah, because I know the next story is this thing, but I don't know. Oh, it's when they're talking so about they're, the, all the lanterns. Yeah. Yeah, they all the lanterns show up on the space station and they're like in Hal Jordan, they're like, Hell, you didn't tell her about Mogo and the t- and how he doesn't socialize. And you're like, What is what are you talking about? Arisa is like, I don't know, what's Mogo? Uh, no, not Mogo, Balfonga. He didn't tell how Balfonga about Balfonga and how he doesn't so and how Mogo oh, doesn't socialize. Mogo. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know. But they were talking about Balfonga. Yes. All right. So we go into the next story. Mogo doesn't socialize, which is based on an Alan Moore story, which I did not read. But I'm assuming it's pretty close to what this was, except less technology because it was made like in the 80s and 70s. I didn't like the humor in this one. What, in this one? Yes. I from Like I said, I didn't actually read the comic, but from the synopsis that I did read of it, yeah. it seemed like it was mostly a jokey I figured. I mean, I story I, the, the whole twist at the end. Like, I figured that'd be a joke. But the main bad guy was just too jokey, I guess, too cartoonish. Well, it is Roddy Roddy Piper. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> All right, on to the fourth story. Mogo doesn't socialize. So we're introduced to Bullfunga, the greatest warrior in the world, or so he thinks. There's only one more guy he needs to challenge, and I wrote the name down, but I can't read it. It's something ridiculous. Goba Kled, maybe? Something stupid. Anyway, he's like a rock monster with four arms. And Bofunga shows up, and he beats him up, and he's about to kill him, and then this rock monster is like, you may have defeated me, but you'll never defeat the greatest warrior in the land, Mogo. He's a Green Lantern, and Bofunga's like, "Eh, no Green Lantern is right about me. And he's about to kill him, he says, tell me about this Mogo. And so he goes searching for Mogo, and he he gets there's no uh information in the databases because the green lanterns you know keep that stuff confidential so he comes to this planet and he's searching for mogo he shows up and he yells over like a megaphone um mogo i'm here and he can't find him and then he scans the entire planet still can't find mogo but me he can sense green lantern energy everywhere and so he blows up several portions of it and it just heals Ricky later and he's like show me the entire planet on his to his ai and he shows it a bit and then the green lantern emblem shows up on the planet itself and guess what mogo's the a planet what he's a sentient planet <laughs> i i knew what this was going into i knew i've always known about mogo okay. <laughs> so it wasn't spoiled for me i know about him and stuff like that he's a big part of green lantern lore yeah so. he sounded familiar to me when i was listening to this so i had to look him up real quick like oh it's a planet so i kind of kind of ruined it for myself but i've heard of it before i just didn't remember what it was yeah but yeah it was a simple little story and Bofunga realizing that it's a planet tries to run away but his ship gets blown up and he's pulled back down to the planet and i don't know what happens to him after that it doesn't it cuts away I would assume he dies there he is like in- well you would assume so but like he does show up in another story later in Green Lanterns well, yeah. in the comics. So, and I guess the Green Lanterns don't kill people, do they? No, they're cops. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> and when they like, but when usually when they when the Green Lantern goes rogue and kills somebody, they usually like expel them and arrest them. Yeah, and so stuff maybe like that. he just held him there until they got him and arrested him properly. Yeah, maybe that's possible. Um, but yeah, so we cut back to oh, the. Would you rate this one? That was fine. I mean, six. I mean, it was a simple story. It was easy to get through, and there was there wasn't much to it. I mean, no, yeah, no. It was short. It was short, sweet, in and out. Yeah, 
Yeah, it sets up an element for later. So I'll give this a five. It's like it's a thing. Like I, I don't know if you like to tell. I do like short stories that aren't complicated. So I know you do. They're just easy watches. And if this was just on its own, it probably got in. It would probably gotten a seven. But if, since it's part of this, since it's part of this, I'm like, eh. That's fair though. All right, back into the main story where the shadow demons start attacking because the Greenlanders start are now patrolling the sun. Sun now for reasons. <laughs> I don't know why they'll just stay, stay on their space station, but whatever. They they said they started and the shadow demons start attack. There's a bit of a fight scene, and then um the, the demons knock out Arissa and Chrono is coming. Uh, so she wakes up and she's in a room with Sinestro, and in Sinestro's it was like starts telling her the story about his master Abin Sir or his friend Abin Sir. All right, so. Those of you who don't know, Abin Sir is the alien that crashed on Earth, dies, gives his ring to Hal Jordan, first human Green Lantern, so forth and so forth. We open up on a planet where Abin is fighting Atrocitus, who is the first Red Lantern. He's also um, a survivor of... So before the Green Lanterns, the Guardians created these robots called Manhunters, and Manhunters went on a rampage and started destroying everything in the comics. Why would they create those? Because that was their first oh. iteration of, like, space cops, okay. essentially. Okay. But they screwed... Something happened, and they got screwed up, and they start destroying everything, and then... So they created the Green Lantern Corps to fight against them, so forth and so forth. But the the um, the Manhunters destroyed a space sector, I think it was 666, because they're not creative. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they destroyed almost everyone in the sector except for five demons, essentially five surviving demons, and Atrocitus is one of them. They created their own little, um, let's just say, cult cabal, and they can see into the future a bit. They can do prophecies and stuff like that. So. That's the backdrop for everything here. Oh, I wish we could have that storyline. We kind of did. Not more of that. So I want to see, like, I want to see the, the Guardians f*** up badly and then, like, whoops, our uh, bad. That's... Let's undo that, guys. And then try uh, to and the... regain favor and a galactic eye. Like, I, I would love to see that kind of shit. In the comics, the Guardians are portrayed as incompetent as hell. Yes, and I want to see that. They are just... I mean, they, they just they killed a sector for damn sake. Almost they, genocide of whole peoples. They screw up so many times. They get killed so many times. They suck <laughs> so badly, the Guardians. It's like, whatever. I want more of that. That's awesome. Anyway, we open up with Abin Sir versus Atrocitus, who, and Atrocitus has Abin Sir's lantern, and they're fighting over for a while, and Abin Sir's got the, not Abin Sir, uh, Atrocitus has the upper hand until Sinestro comes in and saves Abin Sir, but then Atrocitus breaks Abin's lantern, and I guess if you break a lantern, it's like the equivalent of a nuclear bomb. Yeah. So uh, Abin goes and gets his lantern, recharges his ring because it was at like 1% because that's a big plot point in all Green Lanterns. Oh, my ring's energy level is getting super low. So, so you know, he recharges, he goes into space, it explodes. I guess he doesn't have a battery anymore. And then he goes down and he beats up Atrocitus, takes him and he and he's taking them back to his prison's prison. On the way there, he's traveling with Sinestro. They find a stranded ship. They fix it. They talk about destiny and how Sinestro doesn't believe in destiny. And Abinsar does. And then they separate. And Abinsar takes Atrocitus back to Yzmolt, the prison, which looks like a hell planet, to be honest with you. It's a bad place to keep prisoners, if I honestly. It's pretty cool. Um, but Atrocitus, as he's being sealed back up in his cell, says, Do you want to know the future? You're going to die, 
and Tanesha is going to become a bad guy. Ooh, spoilers. Wow, who would have thought about that? And Abin Sarah's like, I'm not afraid of death, and you're wrong. He will never turn evil. <laughs> and that's the end of that story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, okay. Another thing of filler. Yeah. Eh, eh. That's pretty much what it was. It was like, oh, look at this. Honestly, it all feels like here's some information for the movie that's coming yes. out. <laughs> here's information that's important, but we're going to live it boringly with a boring movie coming up too. Like, oh my god, I feel bad for people who are fans of Green Lantern. I was trashing them earlier because these movies, I feel, don't do them justice. I don't know. What are you going to give this one? Oh, Jesus Christ, he just hard. Um, I like the visuals. I'll give it a five. Yeah, I was in between a five and a four, but yeah. I guess a five is fair. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Like eh, five or four, and like four is probably too insulting. Yeah. Anyway, we cut back to the the overarching plot and. Since this is the end of the movie, this one's called This is Emerald Knights, this storyline, because now Corona's going to finally come. So this is Emerald Knights. This yes. is what the movie should have been about. This whole, the whole present thing, the the framing device, is Emerald Knights, yes. Why, why did I waste my time? Because you need to know about the Green Lanterns for the movie that's coming out. I can out. see that they're going to be in this, in this end sequence, or like they're all going to be in the next one, and like in peril and shit, but like, TJ, come on. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, are they? I've never seen that movie. I know Kilowog's in it. That's all I got for you. I've seen the movie one time, like, that's enough of that. Yeah, I don't know if this these characters are in it. I mean, they specifically chose some of these characters for a reason. Oh, man, they better be in that movie. I swear to God. Well, I know Abin Sir is going to be in Who? it because the Abin oh, Sir, yeah, like, he dies. The, yeah, because yeah. he has to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to be in it. Sinestro's in it. Kilowog. And Sinestro's in, in it. I don't think any of the female Kilowog, characters are in it. Arissa and Lyra. Yeah. I don't know. Is Mogo in it? Who the hell's Mogo? No, the planet? No. The living planet? No. It's like, why show me all these stories? You're trying to make me, like, buy me into the Green Lantern. You didn't do well on that. Anyway, we're back to um, cool storyline right now. The main plot, and they bring up Blackest Night and say, oh, this is going to be the Blackest Night. No, that's not what Blackest Night is. I get it. It was just like, we just name drop here look at this actually what was this race 2011 this is 2011 yeah you're trying to see when blackest night came out yeah 2009 okay so it was a reference to blackest night maybe i was i was thinking maybe this would have been a reference to the crossover that was maybe going to happen or in the process of happening oh okay you're saying yeah but no that's just uh a nod to it even though this has nothing to do so my initial thing was fine. Anyway, so they're there, and then Chrono shows up, and he's like the size of a planet. That's awesome. It's great. That's this is the kind of shit I want to see, TJ. And he's got like uh, what is it? Like rings of demons. Yeah, those 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 things were saying earlier. We called them earlier. Shadow demons, yeah. or that's their official name, but I called them shadow manta rays. Anyway, so they're trying to fight off Chrono, but, you know, they're getting their ass kicked because there's, like, thousands of Shadow Demons, and they got this giant in front of them. And then they're like, all right, so Chrono, like, claps his hand and kills, like, 30 of Green Lanterns in, like, one shot. And the rings fly away. I love watching the rings fly away. Love that shit. Yeah, it's a good... It's a good death scene without showing a death scene, just the ring yes. flying away. So, uh, but like they're like they sort of regrouping, like what are we gonna do? And then Arissa's like, he's anti matter, right? So let's hit him with matter. Like, okay. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna throw our planet at him. What? <laughs> That's the shit I want to see, CJ. <laughs> That's what I'm on board for. I'm like. Okay, I guess that's why we evacuated the planet earlier. 
See, it laid down the points what's going to do later. It's a clever movie sometimes. Anyway, so all the Greenlanders go to Oa and they use the Green Ranther rings and they start moving a planet out of orbit. It doesn't look like it's moving fast enough to do any damage. No, no. First off, he can easily dodge it, which he does. And but then... I guess, I guess if, uh, if, you you know a meteor crash doesn't have to be going super fast when it's entering the atmosphere to really do damage you know and i guess also like once you start moving an like, object in space doesn't it just keep going and going and does it go faster i don't think it goes faster no, definitely just keeps moving but now you know planets have atmospheres and stuff like that yeah. so anyway they're trying to they're moving the planet but then chrono fights back and starts sending his demons to attack but then mogo shows up and uses his power to move the planet because he's a planet you see and then they all start moving the planet so my question is about mogo and i thought about this and i they probably explained it somewhere no where's his ring i think it's the side of him probably in his core is it on a tree branch somewhere (laughs) no it's gotta be in his core right the way i don't know the red lanterns like you said take over the heart like it's gotta be somewhere inside of him i'm not sure no i'm gonna look it up real quick Unless he doesn't have one. Where is Mogo's Green Lantern ring? Oh, you were right. Mogo's ring is stored in the core of the planet. Yep. And apparently it's told and Mogo doesn't socialize in the actual comic. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm a smart man sometimes. Makes sense. I'm either a smart man or a bad comic book writer. <laughs> Let's go with both. And then, so, yeah, Mogo helps and they all throw a planet into Chrono. <laughs> and that's that's enough to defeat him, I guess. It's dumb. It's like that's because they th- they push not only they push him and their planet into the sun, which okay. There's so much they science all... that's gone wrong here. Like so many things they fucked up on other planets now because of this. So I guess it creates a new sun or whatever. But the day is saved, and Arissa is credited with saving the day for her idea. Now she's in the book of Oa, and then everything's okay. They they're gonna live on Mogo until they can um create a new planet essentially and then the day and then that's the end of the movie the end the end (laughs) tj uh yeah that's a movie so what do you think of god i hate this movie i hate this movie i didn't need to see this movie yeah yeah. (laughs) it was this was just like one of those movies that eh. i spent more time researching this movie than i did watching it did you find more enjoyable researching or watching researching it that's not good. Like I said, it's like, eh. yeah, that's eh. Of the five movies, your total score for them is 26. Oh, okay. Just let you know. So divide that by five is what? 5.5, give or take? 5 point something? 15? Yeah. Mine's 23. It was 23 divided by five. Four point something? <laughs> that's about right. That's, that's how I felt for it, too. You'd probably round up or down depending on what the point is, though. I mean, I'm rounding down to a four. But if it's like a 4.7, so rounding down round to a, Okay, let's, let's just say 23. God, like 23 divided by four. Five, right? Well, five times five is 25. So so five, five times four, yep. 4.6. Yeah, so you would round up to a five. Uh, so yeah, I give this movie a four. He really gives it a five. <laughs> what, are you, what are you giving it? Well, I would round down because it's like I know it's gonna be five point two or something, so it'll be a five. Yeah, this movie's a uh, movie. Yeah, I try personally couldn't recommend it to anyone. I just couldn't. I was just like, hey, go watch. I it. could if I could if you're really into Green Lanterns. I would judge someone for being really into Green Lantern, and then I, w- I you can't recommend them this, and like they'd be like, why'd you make me watch that? I've seen and read no, better stories than because that. if to see the adaptations of certain storylines, I think they would get a, a kick out of. 
I think they get kicked out of Lyra, and Mogo doesn't socialize. And I think they could like Avancer too. I guess. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. And the ending is kind of crazy enough that I'll be like, okay. It's, yeah, it's kind of worth sitting through. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So, you know, I can see it if you really, really like Relay to I never met someone who did, but if I do, I'm not going to point them to this movie. So, yeah, that's... uh. You would point them to this movie over to the other one we're going to cover. Uh, I would point them to the first... I can't do the other one either. They're all so bad. Man. Yeah, we haven't really had a good Green Lantern movie. I wonder if we ever will. Oh, that's, uh, that's the review. That's in this shit. I tried, but then you were like, start, kept talking. You, know, you should have said something. I did. All right, we're done. We're done.